Welcome to the Lucy Walker Recruitment Podcast with Mark and Christina. With over 25 years experience, we have the knowledge to support your career journey. So employers and job seekers, please listen in now as we share the best strategies and techniques guaranteed to help companies secure the talent to help deliver corporate growth and for job seekers to maximize their individual career opportunities. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Recruiting and Career podcast. Um, we're actually filming this today, so for those people who um, want to see what I look like and then decide that they don't want to watch it anymore on video and rather listen to it because he's got a, definitely got a face for radio, now's your chance. So we'll be uploading that onto, onto YouTube at some point. Um, now, a job interview is a massive deal. Um, I think they say after moving house and getting married... Um, it's one of the most stressful things you can do. Now, I think the other two are a bit more expensive, but um, it is a big deal um, and very nerve-wracking, mm. I think, for most people. Um, and of course, when you're nervous, you're not always at your best. So we've got some tips today for both before the interview, at the interview, and then after the interview as to uh, how you can get the best out of it. So we've broken it down into three sections. So first of all, preparing for the interview. Now, point number one um, it's pretty basic, but not everyone thinks that way, is to research the company. The three key words of advice here are research, research, research. What do they say? Failing, pre- prepare. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Um, but then people wonder, well, what should I actually research? Now, if you're going through um, a, a recruitment consultancy, um, hopefully they should give you a pack of information. We certainly do for all our um uh, candidates out on interview. Um, but that still doesn't mean that's enough, really. I would, um, to start with, Google. Um, you know, Google's always a good source. And then check out the website um, to start with. Look at the company's product line, what industry are they in, look at the size of the company, um, how many locations do they work from, how long have they been in business, are they a public company, they're a private company, um, how many people work there, then have a look on the social media feeds, see um, see what they've been up to, yeah, either you know charitably or business deals, um, and get a look for um, the key people in the company. Um, get see if you can find out about the company's culture, mission, and their values. Um, have a look. Um, Glassdoor is quite a good site actually, whereby people put on who who work there and have worked there what they think of the company. I mean, it's all anonymous, um, and you have to temper the fact that obviously some people who leave might have a negative slant to it. But you can get some interesting information from from there. Um, LinkedIn um, and social media again, you know, there's lots of information on there. Um, and, and another good tip is try and find out who's interviewing you. Um, cause if you can find that out, you can then do like a, a mini stalk exercise, um, on LinkedIn and social media. Um, and you might find out quite a bit about them. Um, I've got a funny story on that actually. Um, a couple of years ago, we were talking to someone about a potential new product we could use in the marketplace. Um, and, uh, the, the woman said towards the end of the interview, we were just sort of like finishing up the meeting. So, um, are you going to Hull on Saturday? Uh, and I looked at her and thought, that's pretty odd. Um, but she was right. I was going to Hull because, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm a West Ham, uh, home and away season ticket holder. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Uh, and we were playing Hull that Saturday. Um, 
But so I thought, oh, maybe she's going to start a conversation football wise about that. But then there was nothing else. So it just appeared rather stalkerish. So, um, it, it, yeah, if you find that information, just, just be careful how you use that and, and make sure you've got the right context on it. Um, so, I mean, this sort of information will then help you to think, right, well, do I want to work for this particular employer? So then you can tailor your skills to their needs, their, you know, their values, what they're looking to achieve in the company. Um, and a serious job applicant should be informed. So do your research. Okay, that's point one. Number two is prepare your answers. So what we're talking about here is preparing answers to generic standard interview questions, which uh, most interviewers will go through. It's about getting you talking and finding out about you. Um, the interviewer is not only wanting to find out if you're the right uh, fit in terms of experience and skills, but they're also going to want to find out if you're the right behavioural and personality fit for the organisation. So they'll really tap into some questions to hear more about yourself. Um, so what we're suggesting here is actually physically writing down some answers and really preparing them. You may not be asked all of these questions, but along these lines, you will be asked questions and it'll just put you in a really good position if you've prepared them and know how to present them um, in an interview scenario. So here are a couple of typical questions that you may be asked. One of the most popular ones would be, tell me about yourself. Um, so while this is mostly related to your career and your CV in terms of what you can bring to the role. Sometimes an example we have from uh, another business in Leeds who uh, an IT sales company, um, when they're recruiting, they often own in on um, sales um, sales candidates who have maybe sports experience. They want to see that competitiveness. Um, So talking through maybe your position within a sports team or maybe you've been a captain of a sports team at some some stage that's going to be putting you in a really good position um in terms of the the characteristics they look for behaviorally for for a role of a, a salesperson um why do you want to work for us this is something where leading back to mark's research side of things you want to know something relatable as to why you're you're choosing to to interview there, why you're interested in working for the organisation. So find a connection, an interest or something that's making you want to work for them and then you can display that at the interview. What makes you a good fit for this job? Again, that leads back to your skills and what you can bring, how you can add value to the role. How would your colleagues describe you? Um, so this is something, a chance to kind of showcase yourself, be positive, and how have you been integrated within a, in a team environment before? Um, why did you leave your last job? Now, this is something that um, in terms of a reason for leaving um, on a CV um, or getting asked this question at interview, the key thing to do here is to not um, shine your previous employer in a negative light. Um, it's not great to kind of badmouth um, anyone in an interview, but you never know who may know who, um, especially if you're working between industries um, in the same industry. Um, you don't want to kind of badmouth a competitor, which may actually turn out to be a friend or um, someone that the, the interviewer knows quite well. Um, another really common question, where do you see yourself in five years? Just so- a quick th- on that point, when it says, where do you see yourself in five years? Don't say in your seat. Because that can uh, make people stand back and think, whoa, stay clear of this one. Yeah, you've got to be mindful of the fact who's interviewing you. While they want to see, you know, some development um, potential within you and someone who's driven and maybe career um, career hungry, you don't want to step on anyone's toes who's, who's interviewing you. So Definitely be really mindful not. about mm. that. 
Um, so in terms of um, salary, any salary questions, you're not negotiating. Um, a lot of them can be kind of challenging questions, but it's just about having a realistic view of your position in the market, your worth um, without kind of overselling or underselling yourself. So that's point number two. Um, there are kind of lots of tips on YouTube um, for these uh, for these areas. And also coming June, um, there will be Walker Talk available on our YouTube channel, which will have lots of hints, tips and guides um, in a video format for you as well on this topic. Now, Walker Talk will be very exciting. I think that we're uh, having a host of people throughout the company talking on different areas and different specialisms um, and giving you some real advice on YouTube. So border what to watch on a saturday evening um line of duties finished game of thrones finished get yourself on walker talk <laughs> uh, number three is prepare your questions so while the interview itself is predominantly you being asked questions by the interviewer um, you also need to show some interest um whether it's during the interview or after is kind of the most common point where you're offered the opportunity to ask some questions um so we want everyone to be mindful of what kind of questions to maybe ask at this stage and the questions to steer well away from are questions specifically um, about benefits packages or, or maybe holidays. Um, that is something that can be discussed at a later stage. It may already be in the job spec, but it's not really showing a deep interest in, in the company, the role. Um, so have a think about it, whether you've done some research um, beforehand and have some, you know, some solid questions to ask or if something has come about during the interview. Um, or if one of the questions you wanted to ask has already been answered, make a note of that at the end of the interview and say, I was actually um, going to ask about A and B, but they've already been covered. However, I have another question. You could maybe ask the interviewer about their role, their involvement in the organisation, how long they've been there, or maybe talk about the business in terms of the direction, where they wanted to go, what, what's the business growth plan in the next uh, couple of years, or is the new products coming to market? It's just about showing a bit more of an interest and showing that you're really engaged in the interview. Yeah, I always find it. I always find it a bit odd when people start saying how many, uh, what's the holiday entitlement because it doesn't set the right message for me. If you're going for an interview and finding out what you're going to do in that role um, and whether that role's right for you, to ask at that point how many holidays do I get is sort of going against the the grain a bit for me. So. I'd certainly stick well clear of that one. Mm. Another good one actually is asking the interviewer if um, they think you're a good fit or maybe what they look for um, in potential employees, potential candidates. Um, just again, to show you're really engaged and you've taken on board everything that's been said throughout the interview process. Yep. Um, point four then um, in terms of your prep is preparing to handle difficult questions um, now you will get some difficult questions um, and some awkward questions, and, and one of the one of the main ones that people struggle with is is what are your weaknesses? Now they're not after a personality trait here, um, because chances are, if it's a personality trait, it's not something that a company will be able to change with their culture and environment. So you know, don't say um, I'm impatient because that's not something they can change. Um, um, and don't say like a strength in disguise. So like, oh, I, I work too hard or I'm a perfectionist and I really put pressure on myself because I don't know, it's not the type of thing people look for. So, so when you're doing this and when you're looking at your weaknesses, um, 
The first step is to brainstorm a list about yourself, sort of areas you think for improvement, you know, be brutal with yourself and think, right, well, these are areas I can improve on in the workplace. Step two is to highlight the weaknesses um, that appear in a professional setting. Um, And three, pick one current and one past one and develop a story around them. And that's a that's a great way of, of using this question of what are your weaknesses so that you can then like go from, well, this has been my weakness. This is what I've done about it. And this is where I am now. So in this situation, so you can say, twist it around, say in this situation um, where I have been inundated with work, I have tended to um, react in a particular way. Um, this may make me appear to be impatient. And as a result, I'm aware of this. And now I act in this manner, um, which has helped that situation. So you're doing a twist on it, really, and saying, I'm aware of weaknesses. This is how I deal with them in the workplace. And this is how it's improved. Um, so positive spin. And that takes us nicely on to point five. Yeah, thanks, Mark. So number five is take a positive mindset to interview. And this is kind of apparent, not just in an interview, but positive mental attitude. It's a big thing. It's a big kind of talking point, motivational point. And while it's normal to worry going into an interview, it's only natural. It's a nerve wracking time. Um, an interview is a two way conversation between yourself and the, the interviewer. They're wanting to assess if you're the right person. And you're also wanting to assess if the company's the right place for you to make your next move. Um, so thinking about it that way, try and relax. So you can really show the real you. Um, cause at the end of the day, if you're going to be working there, you want to make sure that you're showcasing yourself as you. So they're, you know, you're very natural and you can fit in naturally with, with the team there. Um, so long before the big day, identify what you can bring to the company. The company is going to want to know in the interview how you can add value, how you can be an asset to the company. Um, so think about your selling points, your strengths, your, and that confidence will come through in, in a positive way where you're able to display that in an interview. Um, so think about the, the positive mental attitude. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, you know, sell yourself without going overboard, um, in terms of, um, you know, nobody, nobody likes an overinflated ego, but don't, you know, there's, there's a balance between showcasing your strengths and what you can add, um, without going into, into too much, um, kind of overselling yourself. Um, so the best kind of candidates have a genuine interest in the company and they, they really show it by doing the research and finding, you know, positive um, things they can talk about the company. Maybe, for example, we've had recently when we've um, recruited here, we've had um, great feedback from um, new employees or interviews that they've um, loved our website. They found it really engaging and interactive um, while looking at other other websites. That was kind of their first impression, mm. leading back to our first impressions podcast. Um, so that was a really positive start to, to an interview, um, talking through something like that that's relatable and you can have a conversation about. So positive mindset. Okay, so now we're on to the big day, the interview day. Um, point six now is... Um, Dress appropriately and arrive early. Now we've covered this a lot of this type of stuff on our first podcast called the first the first impressions. Um, and first impressions really do count. Um, you know, we we did some interviews very recently, didn't we? And um, you know, we found ourselves being impacted by our first impressions of individuals. Um, so it really, it really does count. And I think we found that that took us really off track when we saw the individual. So individuals. So yeah, first impressions count. Um, um, so you need to, you need to dress smartly. 
um, and conservatively and appropriately. I mean, if it's a techie environment and they're all casually dressed, find out, you know, should I wear, ask the question, should I wear a suit? Should I come casual? Um, just so you know, um, it's important that you, you dress that way so that you feel good. Um, and that helps with the, the whole positive uh, mindset and the positive mind being. Um, arrive early as well. You never know what's going to happen on the day. You know, you, um, so you need to plan your travel. So you arrive early and are relaxed. Um, I think we said before you should do dry runs of how, how you're going to get there, what time the buses, the trains, um, how long it takes in your car at, the, at that time of day. Um, so, y- you know, you factor all that in. Have your mobile phone charged in case you need to ring um, your agency if there's an issue or if it's direct, if you need to ring them, say, this has happened. Um, I might be slightly late. But then when you get in, turn your phone off. There is nothing worse. And I've had this um, quite recently of someone having their phone on the desk, having it on and even replying to something while being interviewed. Needless to say, we didn't take that person any further. But I mean, how bad is that? Really, how bad is that? It's poor. Uh, have you got anything to say on that? Or I uh, think you were you're saying about yeah, your, your just, train travel. Um, just an example for, mm. a, you know, if someone's uh, doing the commute to an interview on public transport, um, I myself uh, this morning um, was on the train um, and it was running late and there'd been three trains running late uh, prior to this. So there were kind of three loads of uh, people on the train um, when it was just meant to be one. And it, it made me a little flustered starting the day um, uh, coming to work without having an interview ahead. But it just made me think if I had been a, in a position or if someone was going for an interview with that scenario where something, you know, starts off the day a bit negatively and throws you off track um, with your thought process and kind of that positivity and relaxed state. Um, when something like that does happen, um, if you are going to be like, you know, phone ahead um, if, if you can, but it's more about just taking a step back and, um, relax, do some um, breathing, which kind of leads into the next point in terms of body language. Um, let your body language help, not hinder you during an interview. Now, this can be pre-interview, like I'm saying with the example of being in a flustered state, but also um, as well as dressing appropriately and arriving, um, you'll feel more, um, you'll feel stronger um, and more self-assured if you're, you know, in the waiting room um, rather than sitting down and slumping maybe stand um, in a more confident manner um, like I said deep breathing can help settle your nerves um, smiling smiling links back to the positivity um, smile when you're greeting the interviewer or um, the person on reception um, a smile kind of is infectious someone will you smile at someone they will smile back um, and it will also help relax you um engage in small talk um you know you are there for an interview but there's no reason why you can't kind of break the ice a little bit the weather it's always a good one the weather great on the weather (laughs) the weather's always a good one or the traffic or the train (laughs) um so they're you know great way to break the ice and just find a bit of a common ground and relax you into the interview um also during the interview make sure you sit upright this is something we've covered off in the i'm just making sure consciously now sitting upright instead of slumping and you know hold your shoulders back put yourself in a position where it makes you feel more confident and look more confident um to the interviewer um and also another good one um maintaining really good eye contact not staring too much um but making sure you're connecting with with the interviewer Um, another thing is uh, research has shown that um having your hands visible um, during an interview 
um, implies more honesty, um, which is obviously a, a really good thing, a good trait to present in an interview. I think a lot of people, I know I for one talk with my, my hands quite a lot and people tend to, um, if you're quite an expressive person, I think, person, that's quite I think good, it's quite I think good, that's good yeah. um, to do that. So yeah, mm. body language is another, another important mm. one to consider. Okay. And the last point we have is um, for about when you're answering your questions and that's, you know, remember it is a conversation at the end of the day. It's not an interrogation. Um, you know, try and enjoy yourself. Um, answer the questions it, um, as natural as you can. Pause um, when you need to take some time to think about things. Like say about the breathing things, you know, these little things help. Um, and if you make a mistake or something, just, just backtrack on it, you know. Um, most interviewers are human if well most not all from our experience but you know they're not trying to um, trick you out they're trying to discover you know if you've got the skills and the um and the right personality uh, for their role so you know that worst case scenario come away and think well actually it's not right for either party um and then when you get to the end of it obviously shake hands um thank them for the time Okay, after the interview. So immediately afterwards, obviously, like Mark said, thank them for the time. Um, it's kind of a courtesy to, to do so, but obviously following on and, and thanking them and continuing that engagement um, can make you stand apart from maybe other candidates that might not have done that and may have just kind of left with, with saying goodbye. Um, but it's about wanting the person that's interviewed you to walk away from that interview and really remember you. Um, make you stand out have that spark and almost mm. be excited we you know we've had Definitely. that experience yeah. here where we really remember someone they've shone through in mm. an interview and we've been really excited by um you know how the interview panned out um so another thing to do is to kind of stay on the radar maybe that afternoon if you've had the interview that morning or the following morning if you've had it in the afternoon just send a thank you follow up email thank you for your time really enjoyed meeting with you you know look not being pushy in terms of wanting feedback but just again leaving your mark so you stand out from from other candidates so people um, remember you and you're kind of in the forefront of their mind um yes that's that's all the points really okay so quickly just to summarize them um right to the eight points first one is research the company number two is prepare your answers in advance um number three is prepare your questions number four is prepare to handle difficult questions number five is positivity number six is dress appropriately and arrive early Uh, number seven is let your body language help and not hinder you and number eight is when you are answering their questions i've got one last point actually to make which um, i meant to make at the beginning but i forgot um when uh we started these podcasts we had some feedback saying um uh oh you you seem to be talking really fast now, this is a, a true story. What happened is, um, I spoke to that person again who listens to quite a few podcasts, and they said, um, you, you know what I said to you about uh, you, you, t- you guys talking really fast? I said, yeah. I said, well, we tried to slow down when we did it afterwards. They said, well, actually, I realised I was listening to your podcast at one and a half times normal speed. What do you do? So hopefully, it's not too fast, but please let us know. But first of all, check to see that you've got it on the right speed (laughs) okay so that's it for now so we'll uh, catch up again with you soon thanks a lot Bye. bye